Hey cuties, welcome to another episode of Mimi Said What? I'm Mimi Robinson, and this is my show where I have unfiltered girlfriend chatter with a dose of TV and entertainment and a side of pop culture. I'm a dope-ass black woman who happens to be a wife, a mom, and still have a life of my own. Mimi, update. So, over the weekend, I got together with the sister squad. So, if you are not familiar, I participate in a podcast once a month called Sister Conversations with Ayana Blake. And the sister squad is a group of, I think it's six of us in total, maybe six of us plus Ayana. And we just have unfiltered girlfriend chatter. Literally, no topic is off limits. It's vulgar. It's honest. It's raw. It's all of the good things. So this is a podcast by my good girlfriend, Ayana Blake. And... Uh, we've been together, we hadn't been together in person, I want to say since the top of the year. So it was nice to get together. I'm now wondering if it was last year. I know we did one live recording one other time. All the other recordings have been done via Zoom. So it was nice to get the gang back together. Um, we are a group of women with different experiences, values, opinions, And we are literally like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get, but it's always good. So we just naturally mesh well together. Some of us have known each other longer than others. Some are childhood friends, but it's always uh, just very seamless, very fun um, to do. Now, a bonus to that is um, after we did our group recording, I sat down and I interviewed Ayana. So typically her podcast format is like a one-on-one interview kind of style, except for the sister squad, which is once a month. So I had the honor and the pleasure to sit down and get caught up with her for her opening episode of her new season to talk about where she's been, what's been going on. And I could talk forever about any and everything, but Ayana and I just clicked so well. We had a great conversation. Um, Interviewing is just my jam. Like I miss doing press and doing red carpet events and stuff like that. Like that was so my element. So with all of that said, you can find Sister Conversations with Ayana Blake, I-Y-O-N-A, wherever you listen to Mimi Said What. Her podcast is available on all of those platforms as well. All right. So what else? Oh, I know what. So I have been getting my read on. Now, I'm going to put some air quotes around read because I'm really listening to books on Audible, which I have done for a long time. But this summer, I have really been leaning into some books. So I bought Michelle Obama's Becoming Book when it came out. I had not read it, y'all. I watched the special on Netflix and everything, but this time I actually took the time to listen to it and, uh, spoiler alert, it was spectacular. Y'all already knew that. And I already knew that. Um, I also listened to Viola Davis's book. It's called Finding Me, y'all. My mind was blown. I love Viola ever since she hit the scenes, um, but this book, y'all, I... Pulling back the curtain doesn't even quite express this book. 
I have never heard a poorer childhood upbringing, a more chaotic childhood upbringing than Viola Davis. Now, y'all know I love me an old bitty and Viola does not is not old enough to be considered an old bitty. But the one thing I'm going to share from the book is when she starts out the book, she says as a child, her favorite curse word was cocksucking motherfucker. And y'all, when I say I had the laugh of life, because when I imagine Viola Davis and when I see her, that is just not where my mind takes me. It gives you a different side of her, a very real and raw and honest. Um, and the fact that she is not only standing, but she is thriving is incredible because her childhood was rougher than rough. So if you would like, check it out. It's called Finding Me. Um, I also read Tabitha Brown's book called Feeding the Soul because it's my business. And it's a combination of storytelling, affirmations, and vegan recipes. It's a feel-good book. It's definitely a book I would listen to over again, like a few times a year. Like, it's just a good reset. Y'all know Tab is about positive vibes, but she shares her story. She shares her truth, and it wasn't always so positive for her. So I enjoyed hers as well. And now I'm reading, (laughs) y'all know, uh, Miss Pat. So I'm obsessed with the Miss Pat show. I have told y'all I've been binge watching it and I'll talk about it a little more and what Mimi is watching. But her book is called Rabbit and Rabbit was her childhood nickname and it is a story of her life. Now, the show is also loosely based on her life, which was rough too, child. So um, I am enjoying that one. They were all really good, but different. Um, I love people's story. I like to know how you grew up, what that looked like for you, how you got to be, what did you have to o- have to overcome, um, what you didn't have to overcome, like what came maybe naturally and easy to you. And in all of these books, they all give you that. And so they are a good read. Now, if you have some good books for me, put a sister on. Don't be stingy. Let me know so I could check them out. All right. So the last thing is same old, same old. Ooh. I bought some sneak. Well, I always buy some sneakers. Some sneakers arrived last week. Let me put it that way. So I unboxed a pair of sneakers and they are a Jeremy Scott, who's a fashion designer, a collab he did with Adidas. And they are called the Motorsport Wings 4.0. And why wings? Because the shoes got goddamn wings on them. <laughs> they are mostly blue. They got a hint of like a neon pink, a lime green. They are so funky and so fun that I rocked them on date night with babe last Friday. So I created this entire outfit solely so I could wear these new sneakers. And the outfit was dope as hell. Shout out to uh, Oshi Bougie. I had on an Oshi Bougie uh, sweatshirt. So they are a statement piece kind of sneaker. They are definitely a conversation piece, but they're dope as hell. So I'm going to link them in the description so you could check it out. So that's it for your Mimi update. Okay, so let's get into some pop culture. There's some things going on, y'all. Some thing things. So I just talked about Viola. We're going to talk about her again because she got a new movie coming out and it is called The Woman King. Viola has done it again. She is dropping this movie. It's based on a 2022. Nope, I'm sorry. It is based on an American historical epic film about the 
Agoji, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's A-G-O-J-I-E. Um, and they are all female warrior unit who protected the West African kingdom um, during the 17th to 19th centuries. So a long time ago. The movie is set in the 1820s and the film stars Viola and she is the general who trains the next generation of warriors to fight their enemies. These warriors are badass women, okay? Viola is in the shape of her motherfucking life. I'm talking abs and everything. The workouts are, well, were intense, but she looks back fucking tacular, let me tell you. Now, Viola's a bit older than me, but she is in the best shape of her life. She probably wouldn't have imagined that she'd be so chiseled um, for a role, but she looks amazing. So I'm here for the badassery. The movie comes out this week. You could definitely check it out. It is exclusively in theaters, so we can't stream it anywhere, but it is called Woman King. So do give it a look-see if you are interested. It looks really, really good. All right, what else went on this week? Oh, how could I forget? Disney released Halle Bailey's Little Mermaid trailer. First of all, Halle is so freaking dope. She is talented. As we all know, she came out singing with her sister. But they have taken on independent product projects, which I absolutely love. Um, and this one we knew was coming, but it seems like it has been so long since the announcement and the release of the trailer. But it's here. It has been the talk of the town and both good and bad, but nobody cares about the other stuff. <laughs> um, she looks good. She sounds spectacular. And I am so excited to see all of the cute little reaction videos. There have been so many reaction videos of little girls who have gone viral some of them just reacting and boys too let me not forget the boys because I have seen some of them as well but just reacting to seeing the movie and uh, the trailer for the movie and the representation that comes with it and all of that and it follows the traditional story of the Little Mermaid but I cannot wait to see it um it's going to be good. I'm so excited for her. Um, it's supposed to release in theaters May 26th of 2023. So you're going to have to hold your mule a little bit longer. They ain't ready yet, but it is coming. So, all right, let's talk about the Emmys. So TV's biggest night went down on Monday night with the 74th Daytime Emmy Awards. And I was rooting for everybody black. That is never going to change. Uh, matter of fact, Issa Rae was there. That's a quote from Issa. And somebody asked her and she was like, ain't shit changed. I'm still rooting for everybody black. Um, I watched some of it. I did not watch all of it. It is particularly dry, but I did watch some of it. So it was hosted by Kenan Thompson, who uh, is also on SNL. And he used to be on a Kenan and Kel show. There were a few outstanding winners to note. All black everything. Cheryl Lee Ralph was the first one. She won her first Emmy ever for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And her speech was the, it, it gave. She started out by singing 
Um, and y'all know she used to be a dream girl, so she could sing. And it was just the reminder and the affirming that we always need. So a piece of her speech um, included this. To anyone who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true, I'm here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. Sis believe she held out and held on for a long time. So one of the super, super, okay, first of all, her kid's reaction, I don't know if y'all seen it, but her kid's reaction to her winning. So her and her husband were sitting down front, you know, with all the nominees and her children were up in the back. She has a son and a daughter. Their video, oh my God, it brings tears to my eyes to see them celebrate them. I mean, they went hard. They went so hard. It's it's how we do. It's definitely how we do. But it was just so endearing to see them come unraveled as they celebrated and screamed and cheered for their mom. Um, Obviously, they know better than us. You know, this was a long time coming for her. Now, the other dope moment uh, of the night came from Jackie Harry. Jackie. Oh, we love her. So um, she was uh, on the show 227. And she said, uh, winning Miami was a career highlight, but it was also a lonely experience. For 35 years, I've been the only black woman to win Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. But that all changes tonight, and it's come full circle. She went on to say that the network originally wanted Cheryl Lee Ralph to play Sandra on 227, but she got the part and she won the Emmy for it. And now Cheryl joins her as the second black woman in this category and deservedly so. She's so excited for her Emmy win. Uh, she also said Cheryl has had a remarkable career and she's one of the nicest people in Hollywood. Barbara Howard on Abbott Elementary is another fabulous character we've been fortunate to watch her brief life into. Congrats, Cheryl, and welcome to the club. Hashtag Black Girls Rock. Listen, it is so important to have you a squad, to have you a village. And I have heard so many times just how um, the black women in particular just rally around each other and they support each other, even though a lot of times they are going up against one another for the same roles. So I love that she celebrated her on such a momentous occasion. All right. Now, our good, good sis Lizzo also grabs award for an outstanding competition series for her reality show, Watch Out for the Big Girls. I don't know if y'all have watched that. Me and my daughter watch. My daughter's 10, by the way. And it was so good. It was a fun mom and daughter show to watch. It's a dance competition. And she invited other big girls to join her her dance squad. And the workouts are rigorous. Like Lizzo, she don't play no game. She's so on point with her shows and so are her dancers. But... She's also very loving. She's very honest and very supportive. And so it was nice to kind of watch the girls go through the journey and to see those same girls from the show. uh, Some of them, you know, still dancing with her is pretty cool. So congrats to Lizzo. And then there was Gerard Carmichael. So if y'all don't know him, he is a comedian He had the Carmichael show. He's done lots of stuff. Well, he had an HBO special called Rothaniel. Nope. (laughs) I'm thinking about Queen Sugar. Rothaniel. There we go. And um, I watched it. It was a good stand up. 
So he won an Emmy for Outstanding Writing for a Variety Special. <sighs> Y'all, this special he had, it was so good. It was so raw. It was so honest. It was like him on a stage, like real close, tight shots. And it felt like he was just talking to us. Um, He earned this thing, let me tell you. So in his speech, first of all, I want y'all to know, this man had on a long fur coat. I think he said it belonged to Diddy. I don't know if that's true or not. He had no shirt on and a necklace. So in his thank you speech, he said, I made something that was of great personal consequence to me. And this definitely contributes to the meaning of it. I'm not a sore winner, but I'm going to go home because I can't top this moment right now. (laughs) Y'all. So spoiler alert. If you have not seen the special, uh, Roth. (laughs) Rothaniel is his government's name which I was shocked also like what the hell kind of name is that right that's what most people's reaction was so he talks about it Gerard is his middle name so his name is Rothaniel Gerard Carmichael um and he came out in this stand-up special and he talked about how his family did and did not receive the information and how his life has been now that he is a, um, I guess, a public uh, gay man. So um, it was a really good, it was funny, it was serious, but it was a really good comedy special. All right, so then there was Quinta Brunson, which Quinta star is so goddamn bright. It don't make no sense. I'm so thrilled for her. Um, it's funny because in Cheryl Lee Ralph's acceptance speech, she was like, y'all need to get you a Quinta Brunson in your corner. And they cleaned up. So Quinta won an Emmy for Abbott Elementary Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series. Now, Quinta's nominations made history long before the show even aired. She's the first black woman to receive three nominations. The youngest black woman to be nominated in a comedy acting category In the 74-year history, the Emmys have only ever had one other black winner and a lead actress in a comedy and writing for a comedy series category. And that was Lena Waithe, who won the award back in 2017 for The Master of None. It was the Thanksgiving episode, which was a coming out episode as well. Um, Quinta is now the first black woman to win this award, award solo. So when Lena won, she also won with Aziz Ansari for that particular episode, whereas Quinta won on her own. So that is dope. They're both super dope black women that I adore. I love me some Lena Waif, y'all. All right, and then last, but certainly not least, was Zendaya. So she won Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for Euphoria. And Euphoria had just become the second most watched show in HBO history. So the season finale, their season two finale drew in 6.6 million viewers across HBO and HBO Max streaming. And they gained the unique distinction of becoming the premium network's second most viewed show of all time. They are only trailing the Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I know it's hugely popular. So they came second to that show. Um, But the role of Rue, which earned Zendaya her first Emmy, made her the youngest ever uh, and only second black woman winner and to lead uh, 
in this category, in lead actress in a drama category. So at the 2020 awards, um, she won it for the first time at 24 and she won it for a second time. Um, I've not watched Euphoria, but I think I'm going to give it a go. I know it's kind of deep. It got a lot of stuff going on, but season three won't drop until 2024. I don't know why they're taking such a long break, but they are. So I got time. And if you have not watched it, you got time. So that's it for pop culture. Okay, so let's get into what Mimi is watching. Y'all know I watch the most. So I finished Black Love. It was the final episode. I'm so mad. I'm so sad. I absolutely love the wrap up that they did. Um, And I look forward to whatever they have next. I am going to go back into the Black Love app and probably rewatch this shit all over again. All right. So this week we got some new daytime talk shows. So... Both of them started on Monday, and the first one was is for Sherry. Um, comedian actress Sherry Shepard has her own talk show. Um, she had been the recurring host filling in for Wendy on her show before landing her own show. So years ago, Sherry was on The View for a few years, so she ain't necessarily new to the talk show game, but this one is all her. She don't have no group of people. It's just her. So um, I watched it. It was okay. It wasn't good. It was it was okay. It wasn't good or great, but it wasn't bad. It it's just a talk show. Like there was nothing spectacular that took place, but also there was nothing bad that took place either. It's just a talk show. I find Sherry to be amusing, so she is quite entertaining. Um and then the newest EGOT member, Jennifer Hudson, dropped a new talk show as well called the Jennifer Hudson Show. Um her show is actually produced by the team behind the Ellen show. And they even shoot on the same studio lot at Warner Brothers. Uh, Ellen had a 19 season run. So I don't know if Jennifer is looking to go that long. But again, same thing. Not good, not bad. Just okay. A regular talk show. Nothing bad happened. Nothing spectacular happened. It was cute. that So it was actually her birthday. Um, and she had Simon Cowell on as a guest and they hadn't really been reunited since her American Idol time. So it was just nice to listen to their conversation of how proud he was. Y'all know how smug and a, a asshole Simon Cowell is. Um, but he, you could tell that he's also matured. Like he was so proud of her. He just celebrated her and just gave her her props deservedly. So even though she did not win, American Idol Fantasia did but clearly she could sing her face off and held her own so um so that was cute I have them both set to record on the DVR so I'll watch a couple episodes but so far neither one of them draw me in like oh I gotta watch this like I used to watch Wendy regularly um I used to watch the real regularly and then it started to fall off for me they became too out of touch and I was like I can't watch this shit so um I'm curious to see how their ratings are. They both come on in the middle of the day. So I think one comes on maybe at 12 and the other one's like at one or something like that. So if you've watched them, let me know what your thoughts are. If you have any, you may just be like, "Uh, it was a talk show. Nothing spectacular to really write home about. All right. So Nori and I watched a couple movies this weekend, which was good mommy daughter time because Nori be video chatting on her phone all the time with her friends. But we watched Pinocchio, which is the new Pinocchio, um, on Disney Plus, and it stars Tom Hanks. The movie was good. 
the story of Pinocchio is just strange and all like not necessary. <laughs> I'm not a Disney princess kind of person either. I only love Princess Tiana. Princess and a Frog is my shit. Um, but the animations were spectacular and they had a lot of little um, Easter eggs in the movie. You saw like some of the characters from some of the newer Disney movies that were really cute and funny to to pick out as they were just, you know, in the background. But if you are a Pinocchio fan or you want to introduce your child or grandchild to Pinocchio, then I'd say this is a good one for them to watch. It was still a good movie. Just not one I'd probably ever watch again. Uh, there are a few movies that I will watch every time they come on, like Princess and the Frog. Um, we also watch Sneakerella. Now, this is something I would watch over and over and over again. So this was the second movie Nori and I watched. It's also on Disney+. And this one had been on my list since it came out in May. And y'all, I just had not gotten around to it. But Sneakerella is just what it sounds like. It's a spin on a Cinderella story, but with sneakers and black people and in more current times. Um, I enjoyed the movie, though. I totally did. Nori and I both enjoyed it. Um, so the young lady, I did not look up her name, but she was the daughter in Little Fires Everywhere. That's the first time I had ever seen her. She is the princess in this movie, if you will. But the young man, which I did not also note his name, I hadn't seen him before. So, okay, the slight difference is the boy character is the Cinderella in the movie. But uh, the young lady is the princess or yeah. So it's a super cute story. John Sally, um, former athlete, played her father. And John Sally is just a good time. But it's a really cute movie. It's really age appropriate. I felt like they did a good job. And um, like I said, I would totally watch it again. All right. I also finished The Miss Pat Show, which was the second season. And I'm still a goddamn fan. Like that shit is just so goddamn funny. If y'all ain't watching the Miss Pat show, you are doing yourself a disservice. It's funny as shit. Um, and it's also very real. Um, they are already knee deep in filming season three. So we know that that's coming out. I don't know when, but I am excited for its return because they just not giving me enough episodes. I want to say each episode is like 30 minutes, um, which is probably typical I think it is typical for a comedy show. So you don't fully get an hour, you know, like in your other shows. But it's so damn good. It's a quick binge watch. I'm telling you, before you know, you'll be like, damn, I done finished eight episodes or nine episodes. It goes by fast. It's hilarious. Don't watch with your children. It's vulgar. Um, I also watch Honk for Jesus. This was on Peacock. And I had seen the trailer for it. It stars Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown, who I absolutely love the both of them. There were some funny moments, but it just did not do it for me. I was ready to laugh and I didn't laugh a lot. Um, I didn't have expectations, yet I still felt a bit disappointed, if that makes sense. I grew up in the church, so I was ready for to be like, oh, yeah, that that person is deacon so-and-so and sister so-and-so from the church. Like, yeah, I didn't get none of that. Um, I don't know what they were wanted us to take away from it or what they were trying to deliver, but it was definitely lost on me. Um, Babe and I watched The End of the Road, which is a new Netflix movie starring Queen Latifah and Ludacris. It was a wild ass movie. 
<laughs> it was it was wild. It was funny, but it was wild. It's a family movie. Um, it could have been a little bit longer. Like Babe and I were talking about how they could have stretched out some of the story a little bit to kind of keep us hanging on in suspense a little bit longer. But it was cool. I didn't hate it. Um, and then last but not least, I told y'all last week we were going to talk about rap shit. So <sighs> rap shit, this show is so good. It's so dope. So rap shit is an American comedy series. It was created by Issa Rae for HBO. So I watched on HBO Max and the show follows estranged Miami high school friends, Shauna and Mia, who reunite and form a rap group. It also stars Jonica Booth. Devin Terrell and RJ Siler. I didn't know any of these people. And I love that. I love to see fresh faces. Sometimes I'm just tired of seeing the same recycled actresses playing the same roles over and over again. I want to see somebody new. I want to fall in love with somebody new and then stalk out their career like I did these people. Um, spoiler alert, I didn't know any of their previous work and they haven't had a lot of previous work, but I'm excited to see what is next for them because this show was spectacular. So imagine a TV series about your wild ass tales of you and your homegirls, like in your early twenties, right? The good, the bad, the hard lessons you learned, the foolish shit y'all did, um, all of that. So that is what rap shit reminds me of. It's nonstop funny. It's some real stuff happening, but it was, <laughs> it was such a, a interesting and fun ride. Um, they are officially coming back for season two. So if you have not watched, you got time to get caught up and let me know what you think. Also, they have a full soundtrack. So this is Miami. So I don't know if y'all like the city girls or whatever. I, I wouldn't. I'm not a City Girl fan. I don't hate them, but I'm definitely not a fan. But it's Miami music. It's booty popping music. It's it's all of that. It's a bit raunchy music. Thank Lil' Kim Hardcore. Um, but it was good. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, I listened to it on Tidal. I'm sure you can listen to it wherever you stream your music. But it's a really good show. Issa knocks it out of the park every time, as I was definitely a fan of Insecure. And if you watch Insecure, you know, she used to rap to herself in the mirror a lot. I think Issa wished she had a rap ki- rap career of some sort. And this is definitely her way of <laughs> kind of uh, getting that off her back. Um It's a good show. It's funny. It's refreshing. If you've watched it, let me know. If you haven't, check it out. Even if it's not your cup of tea, it may not be. And that's okay. That's your business. But watch an episode or two and it might just grab a hold of you. Even if you didn't think it was your cup of tea. So, all right, cuties. That's it for what Mimi is watching. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mimi Said What? Thank you for listening, for subscribing, and sharing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You are appreciated. You can follow me at Mimi Cute Lips everywhere on social. And as you continue the conversation, don't forget to use hashtag Mimi Said What. Also, feel free to drop a review on any of the platforms that you listen to Mimi Said What on. You could actually leave a comments review or you can just do a star rating. I appreciate you. Until next time, cuties, I'm just saying, Mimi said what? It's the perfect outlet for women with busy lives.